Uh, good evening. Welcome to Kayak Fishing Radio. This is Matt Trucks, Yakchum. Um, Chip is working on technical difficulties at the moment. Um, so I'm going to try to fill in for him. <laughs> um, uh, exciting news. Uh, I actually just watched a video of Jackson Kayak's uh, new big rig walkthrough. Um, pretty impressive uh, for such a wide boat. Uh, it, it looks like it paddles pretty well, and uh, I bit the bullet and ordered one. I can't wait to get it. <laughs> and, uh, and looking at the weather report, it, like Chip was telling me earlier, it looks like it's going to be spring before I can even slime it. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to paddling that new boat. Uh, great design, great innovation. Uh, Jackson Kayak, man. Can't put it past him there. So uh, on the phone, uh, we have uh, Mr. Becker. He's uh, driving home. And still waiting for Chip to get up here. So hopefully he can get his Skype fixed or his voice onto the the uh, kayak fishing radio. So other than that, up here in Jersey, it's winter is set in, but it looks like it's supposed to be like 70 degrees on Sunday. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. So I have a uh, brand new Cuda in the backyard, so maybe I'll be putting a fish finder on it Saturday and out fishing on Sunday. That's <laughs> at the end of December, it, that doesn't happen too often up here, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, I should probably get logged in so I can see the chat room at least here. Okay, as that logs in. Says connecting. I'm in there. Hey, good evening there, JPSW Fish. I forget your name. Sorry about that. Uh, if you want to call in, that would be great. The uh, number is 714-816-4727. Ah, Jim, that's right. Sorry about that, bud. Ah, I can't get in the studio for some reason. <laughs> if, I don't know if Chip can hear me, if he can uh, take you off mute.
Yo, Matt, can you hear me? I can hear you typing. Yes. You're up there. Yeah. So, how's the show going? <laughs> uh, just trying to get into the studio. It's a unmute gym. But uh, oh, did you hear okay. me? I kind of picked it up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eight four five, you're on the air. Did you did the did the uh, intro play and everything? It did. The intro played. I just yeah. I could not get in the studio. So. Eight four five. Try to improvise a little bit while working. <laughs> okay. Eight four five would be Big Fly Rail and Company headed south. Headed south. How's the traffic look your way? Uh, uneventful at the moment. Uneventful, yeah. How did the event go? Well, very nice. First event Santa was there for uh, for the guys and the kids. Uh, lot huge turnout and a good time. So awesome, man. Absolutely. All right. So now that we've we've started off with a little bit of technical difficulties here, but um, you're listening to Kayak Fishing Radio, and I'm Chip Gibson, the tree hugger, and uh, we got Matt Trucks on the line. And a big fly reel, aka Greg Becker. So, um, and he's uh, he's driving, so we're we're gonna let him drive safely. You can do that safely, right? So, <laughs> and then uh, let's see here. Who is back here? Jim should be on the line too. Six seven eight. All right, so we got and we got Jim with us from North Atlanta. How's the weather up there, Jim? It's beautiful today. How's it down there on the south side? Hey, man, it's the same thing. We got up to about sixty degrees today. So, yep, we got to sixty today. It's going to be over sixty tomorrow and over sixty on Saturday too. Yeah, well, I'm headed to. We're gonna we're gonna go over to Savannah. It's my thirty second. Wedding anniversary on Saturday, so congratulations! Yeah, man. Congrats! So we're gonna we're gonna head over to Savannah. I don't think there's any kayaking involved. However, she is itching to get that new Slayer Propel in the water. So, um, man, there's plenty of places to kayak around Savannah. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I know, right? Go over to uh, yeah. Go over to Coffee Bluff or something like that, right? Head over to Skidaway Island. There's a boat ramp over there and a bait shop too, and uh, yeah. you can just go oh. around the curve, you know. Right. So, so I don't know. I think how I think long y'all just for the night? We're going to go over for the night and then come back. And uh, a pops in town. He's going to hang out here with the clone, and uh, then we'll see what happens. We're watching the weather. I don't want to jinx anything, but. I'd like to uh, get some fishing in around Christmas time, so we'll see what happens. Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen with the weather. My wife and I are going to Brunswick, St. Simons. Then we're going to go down and see Alan and uh, Chuck and Coco. We're taking the cold front with us. You're going to take the cold front with us? I'm taking it with me, man. It's in the 80s down there right now. It's going to be in the 80s till Tuesday. We're going to drive down Wednesday to Coco, and it's going to be like 70. And then Thursday, it's like 72. So it's going to drop 10 degrees 
We're taking a cold front all the way down to Cocoa, maybe further. It's going to follow us. <laughs> it's going to follow you? Well, I'm just trying yep. to avoid saying anything, any ideas of where I might be going because I don't want to be, I don't want to be accused of taking the rain down there. So, rain's on Wednesday. Yeah, that's what they're showing. So, but at hey, least we're not going to go. be, get, you know what I mean? Yeah, at least we're not going to be getting any snow. So, but uh, anyways, I posted a picture of uh, the newest addition to our fleet here at the house. Uh, uh, got the uh, Gator Bait version of the uh, Slayer Propel, uh, thanks to uh, good folks up at uh, Legacy Paddle Sports and Woody Callaway and them. Uh, I told him his ears would be burning because I'd be talking about him tonight. If he calls in, we'll be ready for him. Uh, but uh, yeah, got a got a uh, little tour around the place up there. Pretty awesome, awesome folks up there. Uh, ben and, and Mike and some of the other crew, they were very helpful. Got to see uh, see how they put the boats together and everything. Very cool spot. Very green, too. I was very, very uh, uh, surprised. Not really surprised, I guess, because us kayakers, you know, we tend to be a little bit on the sustainable side. But uh, they've got, uh, you know, they got a big warehouse where they got the boats stored and everything, and They've got the lights all on motion sensors, and uh, they do all recycling stuff, and a uh, bunch of great folks working there. Really nice place, and I appreciate that. Uh, shout out and thanks to Woody for uh, spending the time with me and showing me around the place. It was really awesome. And then safely got the, uh, the Slayer back home and got everything put together, and now I just can't wait to get out there and slime it. So. And I hear Matt is going to have a new addition to his fleet. Yeah, actually, uh, that's what I was filling in when I was improvising there. I was talking about the, ah, okay. uh, the big rig that I ordered today. <laughs> yeah, what color? Oh, I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be the the Green Hornet. It's like a uh, lime green with a uh, kind of like a blue and uh, a, a uh, gray all mixed in there. Cool. Yeah. It's a, kind of like a camo blend, but of those colors. Right. Yeah, and and by looking at the weather, though, like I, I posted there on Facebook to you, man, it's like, uh, unfortunately, it's going to be spring before you can slime that thing. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> right. I, I got a new uh, CUDA 14 sitting out in the yard that I just re- received uh, two weeks ago. Right. So the warm weather on Saturday will let me rig a fish finder on it probably, and I'll probably be out on it on Sunday. <laughs> Very cool. So at least I can get one new boat lined up. So now the big rig, that that sucker, how wide is that thing? It's a 37-inch beam. Wow. Yeah. And it, is, is it it's 14 feet or 15? 13 foot 2. 13 2. So it's, it's a little stubbier than the, than yeah. the tuna. That's wide. The uh, big tuna. Yeah, that's as wide as uh, my fishing dive. That's oh. as, almost as wide as the Hobie Pro Angler. <laughs> I think, what do they got, to, 38 inches on those? Yeah, you might need to uh, get you a little longer paddle. Yeah, I'm thinking probably uh, at least a 360. <laughs> yeah. And actually, there's a great, there's a, the I don't know if you've, you've seen some of the pictures of me paddling with the tie-dyed paddle blades, but Foxworks Paddles right there in, uh, I believe they're right out of New Jersey there. 
they build those custom paddles and stuff, and uh, at a pretty yeah. decent price um, too. They, they have some nice stuff. I, I haven't owned one, but I have given them a test drive, and they, they yeah, they got some real nice paddles. Yeah, and and mine is a mine is an extra long. I've got a, I think mine's a. 360 or 370 that they built for me. I, I want to get another one done, and I want to get take and put the Marine Corps emblem on the on the uh, blades. But they'll do custom blades for you and stuff too. So, but the, they had cool. the tie, they had the tie dye ones, and I thought those were really cool. So plus, I really like the fact that the the it's not. I mean, I like a little bit heavier paddle so I can use the momentum to get my swing and my stroke, you know, and. uh this, uh, the clone has a, uh, um, man, what has he got? He's got an all graphite paddle, and that sucker is light as a feather. And when I use it, I feel like I'm just working myself to death because i got no resistance <laughs> on the thing, you know? Uh, but I like the little heavier paddle, and, and it's I don't think it's that much heavier, really. I think my paddle is like 30 ounces, something like that, and it's a 360, 370. But... Uh, but it's got. I, I like the blades uh, design on them and stuff, and 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 the the, uh, the shaft is that is uh, a light colored wood. So when you're out fishing, you know, you don't pick up a black paddle that's been sitting in the sun and is all hot, you know. So it's yeah. the paddle stays cool. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that, that is a heavy paddle. I think my paddle weighs 24 ounces or something like that. <laughs> Ah, six ounces, man. Come on. You know, that's half a beer. <laughs> it is. <laughs> there you go. Fill it up. So, but, uh, yeah, it looks like Greg dropped off. He's driving. So he was uh, over at the VA. They put on a, a VA dinner for uh, wounded uh, guys and active duty guys and stuff. So. Good, good endeavor there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, um, we're we're on the roll. It's uh, what we're just inside of a week here from Christmas and stuff, man. What's on your Christmas list? You got you getting some good yak stuff, or was that big rig your uh, your Christmas present? You got to wait till March to open it. <laughs> I wish the big rig was the present. <laughs> I, I got a bunch of actually rod and reels on the list. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. How much? How much, you Jim? You got any new fishing gear on on your on your Christmas wish list? My wife gave me one of the new Tibor Signature Series five six fly reels to put on my seven weight XI three that she bought me two years ago. And because yeah. we're leaving Monday, I got to open it early. Ah. Um. So that's a pretty big ticket item. And uh-huh. there's other packages under the tree, but she did let me open that one early so I could get the backing on it and get the retrieve set up right. I posted a nice. picture on my Facebook of it. So I've got that, and then, like I said, there's some other packages under the tree. i got no idea, you know, which is fine. <laughs> but i got my new fly reel, so I'm pretty happy about that. I'm going to yeah. take it down no. south with me and give, try to break it in. can always go with a few stocking stuffers, you know, some gulp baits and... Uh, That's right. I don't That's know. I've seen that. Um, have any, you guys seen the uh, new? I don't know how new it is, but I just noticed it. Some folks using them the other day. The Savage Shrimps. Yeah, those look pretty awesome. 
Yeah, they look pretty cool. Got a lot of action on them, the way the front legs and everything. I like being able to rig them backwards. I know all of my DOAs, I bite the tails off and rig them backwards so that they swim like a fit, uh-huh. like a real shrimp, you know. But uh, that one looks pretty cool. So maybe a package of those in my stocking. That might not be too bad. I don't know. Uh, Is anybody in Atlanta selling those things? I, I don't know. Chuck sells them at KBB. Yeah. You know? And uh, what's it like, Fish Online USA or something like that? One of the online retailers has them. And I know Chuck says they're having a hard time keeping them in stock. So. Mhm. They look um, good. They look like yeah, they need to be fished. They do. Yeah. Nice jointed body on them and stuff. A lot of action. A lot of action. The best part is That's all a soft that bait? Act- Yeah, it's a soft bait. It's called. Uh, what is it? Savage. Uh, let me see here. Savage gear. Is it a scented bait? Um, I think it's got it's salted or something like that. But uh, here's the link cool. here. Uh, let's see. They've got some hard baits and stuff like that. But I might order me a pack of them and just try them out for the flounder up here. Yeah. Um, I just put we don't the have link a lot of shrimp like yeah. you guys do, but. But, you know, we got the what they call grass shrimp. They're really small. Mm-hmm. But the uh, yep. those gulp, penny, copper penny colored shrimp. Right. <laughs> we can a flounder on them, with them up here. So anything that looks like oh, a yeah. shrimp seems to work. Yeah, I think the... Uh, you use the three-inch ones? Yeah, yeah. You use the three-inch, the three not the two-inch up there? Um, Both. It, it doesn't matter. If it looks like but, a shrimp, you, just, you kill the flounder. It, it's It's amazing. Sweet. I, I always thought the swimming mullet worked good, the goal. <laughs> nah, this shouldn't kill it. They also have a uh, they have a eel, too. So that link there takes you to their website, but it's not the uh, it's not the actual shrimp. Uh, where is it? It's called a 3D shrimp or something like that. Like a tight Savage Gear shrimp. Not shrink, shrimp. Savage Gear 3D shrimp. And there's a, uh, here's a. Uh, uh, you got to go to the catalog, soft lures. Yeah, it is soft lures, but um, here's a, uh, let's see, hold on here, we'll put this video, there's a link to the video. But uh, you can see the action it has. It's got real long antenna on it and real soft and movable feet. So you take a look at that video. You can see when he lets it go, man, it just kind of, he's got it rigged, you know, so that he pull, it pulls tail first. And when you let it go, man, it looks really, I mean, if I was a fish, I'd be all over it, man. Yeah, it so, looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's got a lot of action to it. It's pretty nice. So that one is... uh I know one lure that I tried uh, last in the last year that I that I really like using, and I I haven't got the ticket on exactly how I like to rig it because there's multiple ways to rig it. But it's the new DOA Airhead, and uh, it's a big old bodied soft lure. It's got a big old tail on it, and you can either leave it like it is out of the package, or you can kind of cut a little diagonal slit in the tail, and uh, it really gets some big action on it then. And it's got a hollow body, so it kind of floats, so you can use it as kind of a surface lure. 
Um, or you can put a pinch of a piece of lead on it and, and let it drop and uh, got some real nice hookups. In fact, Pop, when we were down uh, after the boondoggle, we were fishing out there. He caught a big old, oh, I don't know, it was probably 26-inch, 28-inch uh, trout on it. It was a, That's it was a nice, nice trout. Yeah, it was a nice trout. Handle. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big old trout. So, and he, he, he was trying to get a picture. He got a picture of it one-handed with his phone, you know, holding the trout, so we didn't get a good, a real nice picture of it. But uh, I had a hookup on one, and it just screamed, you know, and took line, and then I lost it. But, mm. but uh, yeah, but... Uh, it's a it's a nice lure. It's a DOA Airhead, and uh, I like kind of the I forget I think it's four forty nine or four ninety nine. It's a green color that I like. Jean uh, Mackle, uh, Irish Jean there. She uh, hooked, got me started on this green color that they have there at DOA. I think it's four forty nine, but. Irish oh, Jean's got a long tail. <laughs> yeah, oh, Gene loves those curly tails, man. Yeah, he sure does. Gene loves the curly tails, yeah. You know, for grass shrimp, too, DOA has a two-inch shrimp. And uh, and that oh. Savage Lord is is a small, they got a small three-inch. So, but let me see what that is. I'll have to it's try some of those because the, I'm telling you, man, that those gulf shrimp, we kill them on them, but they're just really... You know, they're a little bit out of my budget. <laughs> right. But they I mean, catch anything. Those they new pennies, you can catch you can catch anything on that new penny gulp. Flounder, yeah. redfish, sea trout, sheephead. What is that? Tog tog? Have you tried them for tog tog up there? I know about that. I haven't tried any of the soft baits for the tog tog. We just get crabs and use them. Um, but I, I you know what? I, I should give it a shot, and I might do that this weekend, so... I have they in the a truck. I'll, I'll throw one on and see what happens. I'll let you know. And I'm 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 on the DOA site now, and I'm looking at because I'm looking up that number of that color. Uh, have you tried some of those gulp peeler crabs for the tog tog up there? Nah, have I haven't tried, tried any of the soft stuff for them. I just go to the okay. store and get the the uh, Asian crabs because they're so cheap and they the tog just it's like candy for them. Gotcha. So plus it stays on the hook a little better. I'm thinking those soft baits, they'll just pick them right off. Yeah, chew them right up. Yeah. Sorry, chew right. go ahead. Uh, no worries. I'm just getting Greg back in here. You doing all right there, I will Greg? give it a shot. And I'll let you know. Cool. Oh, I lost him. Missed, lost Greg again. So, um, But DOA, actually, they got a deal on some uh, on their shrimp right now. They've got a a nine pack with uh, three hooks and three belly weights for five dollars and fifty cents. Nice. Yeah, the greenback color that uh, that I like is the four nineteen, the four one nine, and that's the the cow curl tail. That's a real nice bait. That's that's Irish Jean's go to there. So, but uh. Yeah, these shrimp look pretty good, and I get them in different colors too. That chartreuse will be great for flounder. Right. They like the they like that bright color, huh? They like the chartreuse and the white mainly. Yeah, up here. Um, 
sometimes you do really good on pink out in the ocean, but yeah. that chartreuse and the white is just <laughs> candy. <laughs> they love it. That's why I was right. surprised the uh, the penny reds work good. I'm surprised they work better than the uh, chartreuse swim mullets, the gulf stuff. But. Well, I, I know during the boondoggle, if you had a chartreuse tail, a bright colored tail on anything, it would be gone in a heartbeat. The pinfish love it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. I had a whole box full of lures with missing tails, so. But, are you back with us, Mr. Becker, or are you still driving? Uh, the answer to that is yes. Okay. <laughs> On both counts, right? You are back with us, and you are still driving. Okay. So, pipe in if you want to, or we'll just let you listen. I know you're driving. I don't want to be unsafe there. So, but, uh. So let me uh, let me go through a couple of things here. Um, upcoming the calendar. This is what it looks like coming up. We're not that far away now. I think we're what? Man, we're only uh, shoot. What do we got? We got fourteen. Uh, days in a wake up till the next boondoggle. And that'll be 14 to 17 February 2014, Crooked River State Park. I think all of the cabins have been reserved. Uh, there are, I believe, there are still some uh, some spots to be had for campsites. If not, there's a KOA not too far from there. Uh, if you have uh, military privileges, there is a, a Navy Lodge about a mile from the campground. Uh, that uh, it's not too bad, and it's uh, on the base there. So, uh, Boondoggle, Crooked River State Park, and that's uh, near St. Mary's, Georgia. I don't know, they consider that St. Mary's or Brunswick? Do you know, Jim? St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I don't know, are you going to make it this time, Jim, or are you going to, you got something else going on? No, I'm going to be there. Okay, cool. So I'm going to be a... I'll be staying with my parents up in Brunswick. Oh, I can't get yeah. that. I can't be that close to them and not stay with them. That would be that'd be no good. Right, right. Yeah, I know how that works. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So so that looks like a good time. And this is this is just your basic boondoggle, folks. We're putting a pin in the map. We tell you where it's at. Make your reservations. Bring your food and stuff like that. We'll probably do some organization. Once we get there on the fly, you know, we it's kind of like the original boondoggle schedule where uh, we uh, we get together, have a little potluck, or you just meander around through the campsites, and uh, folks invite you to sit down and have a have a uh, adult beverage or a uh, pop or soda, whatever your pleasure might be, and share some food and conversation and stuff like that. So it should be a good time. Um, then. Uh, Saturday night, usually at dinner, we uh, announce on the uh, on the Saturday evening of the Boondoggle, we announce where the next Boondoggle will be, and that will be our October one. It's uh, the uh, Columbus Day Boondoggle. We have President's Day in February, Columbus Day in October, and we, uh, we're looking for another big good time with the Vendor Village and all that stuff in October this year. We've got some folks that are already interested in talking to us, so... You don't want to miss that one too. So that's the big that's Boondoggle X, I think, is what we're calling that. Or 
We haven't really come up with a name for that yet, but uh, then uh, uh, we're all looking forward to it also. If you were part of the AFWC, the Adventure Fishing World Championship, that is the weekend following the boondoggle, which is uh, the, the tournament itself is on the, the 22nd of uh, February. I'm pretty sure that I'm right there. Let me double check that. Yes, 22 February, and that is in Flamingo, Florida. It's been moved. Last year it was in Everglades City at Glades Haven. This year it's in Flamingo, Florida, AFWC, the Adventure Fishing World Championship.com. And I believe if uh, 100 teams, uh, that's two anglers per team. And they are sold out. So if you didn't get in, you're going to have to wait till next year. If you weren't one of the first 33, actually next year there will be four regional tournaments. It will be qualifiers to get a slot to uh, to uh, be in the next AFWC. But it's, it's a great concept. It's a really kind of a new format for a kayak fishing tournament. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you go to their website, AdventureFishingWorldChampionship.com. They also have a Facebook page by the same name. Um, but really interesting. We had 33 teams last year. Zero seven start, first light. The horn blows. You get a brown envelope. You open it up. You got a map. They put five checkpoints on the map. You go to a checkpoint. You get a token. You fish for that area. Catch a fish catch photo release, see what you could do, turn that token in, go find another checkpoint. You got to find 3 of the 5 tokens to qualify for score. Uh if you get uh, 3 out of the 5, then you're in the running for total inches. Uh I think at least by the um um the scenario games that they've been playing in the last couple of days, uh it looks like uh target species will be Redfish, trout, snook, and tarpon. So, uh, and they had a couple of the scenarios where one or two of the checkpoints were double length. You got double inches for your fish at those points, but they were some incredible paddles. <laughs> so, uh, I know last year me and the clone were, uh, we're participants. We uh, we we paddled together in a tandem canoe, and I think we, after I looked at my GPS track, we had paddled near 17 miles for the day. You have to be back by five o'clock in line with your photo chip so that you can uh, qualify. We made it back in, but we only got two out of the two out of the five. We found three checkpoints, but we. Uh, we didn't catch fish on one of them, so we kind of got hosed on that. But it was a great time and a very interesting uh, format for a tournament. And uh, they'll they'll actually be doing some live updating and some videos on uh, Facebook during the tournament this year. So that'll be cool. Um, and there's a there's a video on their website uh, from last year. It's a full length video, and if you you might actually have seen it because. A uh, team from Fish in the Flats took first place, and it was on one of the episode, most recent episodes of Fish in the Flats on WFN. So, <laughs> sounds like work, dude. It was incredible, man. Well, number one, so we we took the I had a 16 foot, uh, um, what is it? 
it was a triple canoe, and I took the center seat out, right? And I took the front seat uh-huh. out, put a thwart in place, and then I put his uh, seat from his from his native from his ultimate in there, right? And uh-huh. on a on a riser. And then I was in the back seat with a canoe seat, right? So I'm sitting up a little bit higher, and we had the cooler in there plus a crate with all of the in the middle. So I took the middle seat out, and uh, and I thought, oh yeah, this will be cool. Well, what wound up happening was he's on the front of the boat, and I'm holding the boat in position because you know those those currents there around Chukaloski and everything in those uh-huh. mangroves. And when that water starts going out, it flushes, you know, and just trying to uh-huh. hold in place and all that kind of stuff. So luckily the tide was good for us last year, and we rode it out, basically. We hit a, hit a couple of checkpoints on the way out, and he rode it out to, I think it was Jack Daniels Island, was one of, it was the furthest out point. Fished out there, caught some fish, and then rode it back in and tried to pick up some fish on at, at hit one of the checkpoints on the way back in, but we still couldn't catch any fish, so... And then, uh, what is it, about a mile across the bay back to Glades Haven, and it had like a 25-knot wind from the from the east blowing across there. Two-foot, three-foot waves. Oh, my gosh. It took us an hour to cross a mile of open water with that canoe. And uh, You know what you were missing in that whole thing, Chip? What's that? An engine. An engine. An engine. <laughs> That's what you yeah. forgot. <laughs> Unfortunate. Well, it was a square stern canoe, so... I could have stuck one on there, but it's uh, you know pedal, paddle, or pull. No sails, uh, no no torques, uh, no trolling motors, and that kind of thing. So, but it's a really yeah, cool it's, it's a really cool format. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, you better be ready to paddle, and uh, and I, and I I think that they're they're hoping that eventually it will turn out to be like a multi-day event to where you will. Uh, work your way around through the glades, you know. At least that's what I kind of envision. Mm-hmm. Listen to Woody and uh, uh, John talk, uh, where they say, you know, you'll start off and you'll hit checkpoints and paddle around, and then have to. It's kind of a kayak fishing survivor, you know. You just work your way around and uh, and fish like that. So it, it's, it's a lot of fun, and everybody that that participated, even I mean. I I don't know. I think out of 33, there was only like 15 or 17 that actually qualified for score that made three out of the five checkpoints. There were there were only a few that got all five checkpoints, um, and I don't think that's going to happen this year. Not from the area that we've got to fish down there. I mean, just the the uh, the area for fishing the boundary uh, encompasses like. 400 square miles so it's going to be it's going to be interesting so but anyways so that's about it it's a short one tonight and uh we're gonna we're gonna take uh the night off after christmas so uh we'll be we'll be back on the air actually uh january 2nd right because new year's is on wednesday christmas is on wednesday so we'll probably be back online. Uh, we'll, we'll throw up a uh, some Christmas music or something for next Thursday night. But uh, we're going to be hopefully we're going to be headed towards some fishing holes. <laughs> and uh, about that, yeah, yeah. Actually, Jim, you know how the the American crocodile is supposed to be a 
you know, rare and endangered species down there. There have been two teams that have gone down to uh, of guys setting up and, you know, doing some pre-work for the area there around Flamingo. And each of the groups has posted pictures of, they, they said, this alligator came up next to the boat. You look at the picture and it's like, uh, that's a no crocodile. No, that's a crocodile. That's right. <laughs> it's got the that's pointy right. nose and you can see its teeth when its mouth is closed. <laughs> um, Chip, if y'all go out to YouTube, that Saltwater Experience has posted a couple of different full-length videos of their shows fishing in snake bite and then down around into the no motor and a couple of the creeks. And they're, one time they're fishing two shows. They're actually fishing in a canoe. They took their big flats boat over and dumped a canoe out, paddled up a little creek into no motor, and we're fishing in canoe. So anyone who wants to see what it's like, to, what that area looks like, and fish that area, they can go out on YouTube and bring that up, saltwater experience, and look at those videos. They're 30 minutes long a piece. There's three or four of them fishing up in that flamingo area. That's some good, that's good. Uh, I don't think, I had thought, well, maybe if the weather was going to be nice and we could try to make it down there, but uh, I don't think I'm going to make it all the way down to Flamingo for pre-fishing after Christmas, so I don't have that much time off, but um, certainly want to, uh, it'd be nice to get a little bit of insight and watch some guys fish around there, but it looks like a lot of open water to the south and east of the campground, and then there's some areas back up in there where they've in some of the scenarios, have put some checkpoints back up in the mangroves and those lakes to the north and e- north and west of the campground. So, and oh yeah, yep. one and that's there where was the baby tarpon. Yeah, and there was one those, picture those of a, of a uh, python <laughs> crossing the road, and he was stretched all the way across the road. That was a big old snake, oh, yeah. man. They're huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're huge. They um, the last python roundup, you know, because I've got the. African rock python, and they've got the Burmese, Burmese. python, both yeah. grow to 20 feet. They had, they found a green anaconda. It was a big thing because a guy grabbed it thinking it was a python, brought it back, and it was actually a green anaconda in the Everglades. And, you know, those things get 25 feet. They're the biggest snakes in the world, bigger than the pythons, and they're, they stay in the water. So, you know, you just got to pay attention while you're down there and don't do anything stupid. Yeah, I won't be dangling my feet over the side either anymore. So, yeah, um, that's that's yeah. a big no-no down there. That's a big. Hey, absolutely. Those guys in that, those guys on that saltwater um, experience show, they're in this little. It's got to be about a fourteen-foot canoe, two-man canoe, fourteen-foot, and the redfish are catching redfish up this little creek. And I'm talking about this creek is not more than twenty feet wide, and the yeah. redfish are getting chunks taken out of them. So they put on wire. They pull about an eight-foot lemon out of about a 20-foot creek that's probably no more than six or seven feet deep where they were fishing. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're there. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah, don't do anything stupid and everything will be all right. So, yeah. All right, so that's cool. Saltwater Experience on YouTube, and uh, look for some of their uh, uh, video of the Flamingo area there, Snake Bite, and... uh, some of the areas right around there. So that'll be cool. Great. Thanks for putting that out. All right, guys, that's going to be it. Matt, I don't think you're fishing this weekend, are you? Oh, you said it might be, it's supposed to be warm, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be like 70 degrees on Sunday, so I'm definitely going to get out either Saturday night or Sunday. <laughs> well, if Going you go Saturday it. night, you got to be careful because, I mean, isn't it supposed to snow like Sunday morning? 
That'd be crazy, but... So you're to go 70 one day and 20 the next, right? Well, it, it's going to be weird. It's going to be like freezing at night and then 70 during the day. It's going to be like a 40-degree swing, so... Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Yeah, 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 that works out. So, uh, so uh, the clone and I, we do uh, Tuesday night skeet league, right? So he shoots competitively, and uh, and his he he has a coach he works with on Monday nights, and uh, he his coach a couple of Monday nights ago we didn't have a lesson because his coach went out with a, some of his buddies they they hunt pheasant out in Montana, right? And uh, oh, maybe no. it was the Dakotas, yeah. He went out there, and he said they got there, and it was okay the first day. And the second day, they woke up, and they were in knee-deep snow. And I think he said the high was minus 7, the low was minus 24. And I'm like, man, I don't even see how a bird can fly in that, man. That that cold dry I was hanging hanging outside after my hockey game the other night, and it was like 14 degrees out, and the geese were flying by. (laughs) Man. That, I'm a warm weather sports guy, believe me, man. I'm looking for 70 degrees or better. So, <laughs> now you're minus, there you go. Minus 24 is not in my uh, not in my uh, my my existence uh, area. There, that's just way too cold, dude. So, all right. How about you, Jim? You gonna try to fish this weekend? I think Saturday I've tied up some little number eight clousers and I went down to the pond and snagged a couple of crappie on uh, uh-huh. last night. I think it was last yeah, it was last night. Tuesday night, yeah, I went down to the pond and um snagged a couple of crappie. I might Saturday after I do my yard chores slide out before that front comes in, take the kayak awesome. down to the pond and see if I can catch some more crappies. So well we, uh, I don't like I said. I don't think we're going to be fishing this weekend, but we're going to certainly try to get on the road somewhere after Christmas and uh, and spend some time on the water. So uh, we'll have a report on uh, sea trials in the new Slayer Propel, the Gator Bait, and uh, that'll be uh, for Thursday after uh, New Year's, and we'll we'll let everybody know how it, how it worked out. So. All right, guys, well, Merry Christmas to you, and uh, we'll see you uh, next year then. How's that? Sounds good. Merry Christmas. All right, let me, let me say, let me, I just see Mr. Becker here rolling in. Mr. Becker, go ahead. Safe on deck. Safe on deck, all right? Just in time, man. We were, like, saying goodnight, Merry Christmas, and all that. And I saw you drop, drop off, but... Anyways, I was just saying that we're going to try to, uh, we're probably not going to have a show uh, Thursday after Christmas because hopefully somewhere uh, where the temperature is somewhere between 65 and 70 degrees, we will be putting kayaks in the water and fishing. So doing some sea sea trials in the new Slayer. Uh, I, I don't know how far we'll get. I don't like I said I don't want to I don't want to say uh, any names <laughs> or places because I don't want to jinx it and uh, mess up the weather. <laughs> so, Very but good. Uh, uh, yourself, uh, you you guys were like uh, in the 80s today. I saw. Yep, it was uh, it was back up warm. It's going to be warm for a couple of days. Uh, going to try and get out tomorrow a little or not tomorrow uh, Saturday morning a little bit, and then. Uh, Figure on trying fishing Monday morning before the cold front. See if uh, that jazzes things up a little bit out in the flat. All right. Well, keep me informed because uh, I will. You never I will know, do that. You never. 
You never know. All right? All right, guys. So Merry Christmas to everybody, and we'll see you next time. Kayak Fishing Radio uh, podcast, guys. Check it out, and we'll see you next time. Good night, all.